fulfilled life project. I'm Chrysanthi Finn, a wife and mama of three littles who is massively passionate about finding fulfillment in the ordinary and helping you do the same. The intention with this podcast is to have you leaving every episode feeling fired up for life, ready to find joy in the ordinary and ready to ditch that same stuff, different day mindset. Let's get fulfilled. Hey friends. All right. I am so excited for this episode. So I have my friend Heather here with me today and I have to tell you, this is my first episode where I'm having a guest on with me. And it seems so fitting because I can trace back. Like I know when God puts people in my life, I can literally look back on my life as a timeline and see him hand picking people and putting them in my life. And Heather is one of those people. We only connected a few months ago And she's literally everything I was praying for and probably didn't even know it. Um, And so I'm going to allow her to introduce herself and tell you a little bit about her story. And then we're just going to have a conversation today that I pray will um, help you to live a fulfilled life. And so we'll kind of explain what that looks like. Go ahead, Heather. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. It's crazy to think we've only known each other for a couple months. I know the first time we connected, I was, I felt like I knew you forever. This is my girl. This is one of my people. So thank you for having me. What an honor. I remember the first time I had a guest on my podcast too. And so I'm excited for you in this, in this season, but I am Heather. Oh my goodness. You know, the, the intros and the bios sometimes stress me out because how do you fit into a few sentences your whole life? Right. Um, but I am a speaker. I'm a coach. I am a mom of three. I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur married to my best friend for nine years. And um, yeah, I feel like I've done a lot of things in the entrepreneur space. I became an entrepreneur but when I became a mom and I started in the network marketing profession. I saw an opportunity. I, I didn't start it is at that, but I started it to really get healthy after having a baby, gaining a lot of weight. And for the first time, I realized that I was never striving to be healthy. I was just striving to be skinny. And so then when this little baby was looking at me, I thought, oh my goodness, I have to, I I have to be healthy for, for him and me and our family, not just so that I look good. So that started that journey, built that business. I was able to retire from my corporate job. And then I really saw the opportunity in network marketing and ended up building two more businesses. Um, in that space, retired my husband. And then my life did a big 180. And I uh, stumbled into a lot of other, I was multi-passionate when I was doing network marketing. I loved pieces about it, but I always felt like something was missing. That ended up taking me on a journey to get my life coaching certification. And then still it felt like something was missing. And so I've always been a teacher. That's actually what I went to school to do. I'm a certified elementary teacher, got into sales and then and um, became a mom and, and then became an entrepreneur. So fast forward to today, I'm a master nurse. This sounds really fancy, y'all. It's, it's really not, but uh, I'm a master neuroscience coach and certified uh, biblical life coach. So I kind of married the two. A lot of people ask, what do you do? And uh, my mom still asks me to this day, what do you do? People pay to talk to you? I'm like, yes. Uh, I'm a coach. I help people get from where they are to where they want to go. And I do that through using biblical principles and brain science. So that's a little bit about me. 
Oh my gosh. I'm literally like, I know that people listening can't see me, but I'm like perma smile over here because it's crazy to me. Like I said, God literally handpicked you and put you in my life in like the least expected way, um, through a mutual friend we have, but I listened to your story and I swear it's like, there are so many parallels between you and I from like our teacher background, um, married for the same amount of time, kids, similar ages in the entrepreneurial space in, you know, we started it in, you're in the, I'm in the space of, um, oh my gosh, see, I'm so excited. I'm stumbling. I'm in the entrepreneurial space with the company that you started with. And we yes. didn't know that. Like, I did not know that when we first um, connected. And so it's just so cool because it's so inspiring to see you. And it's like the things that I think about and the goals that I set for myself and the way that I feel God leading me. When you say the things you're doing, I'm like, yes, yes. Like that's exact. Yes. And you know, because I send you all the messages, but literally I love your messages. They I get just, me excited. <laughs> well, isn't that what we're supposed to do? Right. We're supposed to, I love, there's this quote and I'm totally going to butcher it, but it says something about like when we come out of the fire, you know, our, our, our goal is to turn around and reach for the woman who's in the fire still and help her come out of it. And so, yes. you know, I feel like that's really all leadership and coaching and mentoring is it's helping that woman a few steps behind you. Right. And you kind of can see the trajectory where God's taking her, but she's not there yet. And so you show her what's possible. And I, I love getting your messages. They excite me. Cause I, I feel like I, I mean, I already see in my heart, I'm like, Oh, I totally see it. I see the vision. I see where God's taking you and it. It, it excites me. Yeah. I love that. I, and I was literally, as you were think, as you were speaking, I was thinking the same thing. Like you're just a few steps ahead of where I'm going. And that's so cool to have you as a mentor. It's like, it, like I said, it's everything that I wanted and prayed for without really even knowing it. Yes. And I think of, um, so Heather has how I first connected with her was she has this, um, her business is called seek first CEO. And when I was introduced to that principle of, okay, you are a businesswoman but you are really developing a ministry. And I've shared on my podcast before that I used to call myself like, I need Christian for dummies. Like I, I felt very, very, um, I really think there is a book that's called Christian there, for dummies. I'm like 99% sure there is. Yeah. If not, I need to write it because I have been saying that forever. Like I always had this hunger for God, but I didn't know how to approach it, you know? And so when I, you know, obviously I've grown so much in my, my faith, but when I saw that you ha- were calling this, your business tree, combining business and ministry, it just like the sparks flew for me. Yeah. And I, I am not great at quoting Bible verses, but I know that yours is, what is it? Matthew six thirty three, mm-hmm. right. All about seeking God first. Um, when I'm thinking of the fulfilled life project and women, I'm thinking of Ephesians 2.10, which in summary is basically we were created to do work for God, right? If that's like a really simple summary of it. We are his Um, masterpiece, one of a kind. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then um, another verse that I've always kind of resonated with was to be still. Um, And I have it on my wall and I'm, you can tell by my energy, I don't be still very well, (laughs) but I think when I combine those three things, it's like magic happened, like seek God first know that you're created to do amazing things through him and then be still and patient and know that like his way is not the world's way. And I think that's such a struggle. And I think it's something that women, all women listening need to know that like the way that the world defines success Mm -hmm. is not the way that the Lord defines success. And so when I think of the fulfilled life project and I think of the woman who is looking to be fulfilled, it's like, whether she is an entrepreneur and a businesswoman, or she is a mom in the trenches, she needs to know that. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we can get it so twisted, especially in the business world, because someone's always telling you there's more, right? And that's the enemy's greatest lies. There's more and there is more, but there's more of God. And Mm -hmm. so I, you know, I, I went through a, a very traumatic loss in 2018, ended up losing my eight figure network marketing business overnight. And, uh, you know, that just opened up a lot of things for me to wrestle with the Lord on. And, you know, after over the last four years, it was like, Lord, how do I share this story without being bitter? How do I share this story without, uh, just bleeding all over people? And, you know, like, cause I was wrestling with my own things, forgiveness and all these different things. And, um, the Lord just gave me a phrase that really paraphrases it well. And I think it goes to what you're saying is that, I had to lose it all to find Jesus's all. And I've often asked the Lord, Lord, why did you give me that success? Why did you allow me to experience, you know, months where I was making more in one month than I made in an entire year as a teacher? And why did you let me experience the stages and the, you know, all the, the, the platform and all the things? And I feel like he's given me two answers for that. And number one, it was to show me that it was possible. Like it's possible with God, all things are possible. And so I am a big dreamer. I'm a visionary. I, uh, I, one of my spiritual gifts is the gift of faith. So for me, it's like, I dream big and I'm like, yes, Lord, we could do it. Um, so he, I, I believe that was one of the reasons he's like, I wanted to show you that all things are possible. Yes. That the, the dreams that I've given you, the, the things I put in your heart, they're not too big for me. It might be too big for you on your own, but they're not too big for me on the flip side of that. I feel like he gave me another reason why he allowed me to experience it. And it was to show me that it's not really what I wanted, mm. that that wasn't really fulfilling me. In fact, the months that I was making the most money traveling around the world, doing all the things, had the title, I was number two in a company, like anything that anyone who gets into network marketing, that's what they want, right? They want all those things. Well, that's not true. Not everybody, but a lot of people like, they plants see, the seed. yeah, they see, they see the possibilities. And yeah. so, um, I had a lot of women like, well, how are you doing what you're doing? And I'm, you know, I'm like, I don't really know. Like God is just really good. Um, and so all that to say, I had to lose all of that to really discover what I was actually after. And that success of the world is not success of the Lord. And that the fame of the world is be, is different than being seen by the creator of the universe. And like, there's just such a, and the Bible talks about, we live, you know, it's, it's an upside down kingdom. It, it should be different. It should be. Mm-hmm be different. And so I feel like the Lord allowed me to experience all of that worldly success to show me one, it's possible. And two, it's not really what I should be chasing after, but that's Matthew 6, 33. When we seek first the kingdom of God, the kingdom ways and his righteousness this is what we are made in God's image. We're made to be righteous. That's a fancy word, but we're, we're made to, we were made in God's image, like perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, we get both. Yeah. We get God's definition of success, but we also get part of what the world defines as success. So seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And that's not saying, you know, that necessarily we're going to be all be millionaires, right? That looks different for everybody, but it's helped me grieve. It's helped me heal. It's helped me set different goals with my now business that I, I had it twisted. I just had it a little bit twisted. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So you said you had to lose it all to find Jesus is all. And I think that's so powerful for so, oh my gosh, I have all the words. I feel like this could just spider web into so many topics, but, um, I think that for so many people, when we go through a loss, whether it's a business loss or, you know, death or a, a relationship or a friendship or whatever it is, 
we have an opportunity to either question God in a way that we're angry mm-hmm. or lean in and get curious and listen to him and see where he's taking us. That and is that's so not good. Something like we're taught, mm-hmm. right? We're not taught to do it that way. Well, um, there's sometimes shame around questioning, is God good? Does God really love me? You know, we might hear these things maybe in church or on a, and on a t-shirt or, a, you know, I say it's all the time. It's so easy to get the tattoo of the, of the good saying, but then to actually walk that out and believe <laughs> that and live that is two totally different things. And so there's a lot of shame, I think, around questioning God's goodness and his character and his nature, but God's not intimidated by our questions. In mm-hmm. fact, he wants us to bring those questions to him so that then he can show us in a tangible way, just how good he really is. Yeah. I think too, I often say on this podcast, when I think of the fulfilled woman, I, I feel like she, you can look at her and know like crisis within her, she is fulfilled. She is living out the life that she was designed to live. Right. There's like this, I always say like, I want to exude joy. I want to be radiant through him. Right. I want people to look at me and be like, I want what she's having. Right. And I think that when you take what you had and there was that undoing by him, but then the rebuilding his way. That's when you really get to shine in that way. And I think that's so freaking cool. Like, it's just so cool to know that, um, I don't, I'm going to totally butcher this, but there's like this, maybe you'll know it because I'm, I'm really going to butcher it, but there's this, um, something like some Asian thing where they like break pottery, but then they put it back together. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I've heard of what you're referring to, but I'm not hundred percent. Yeah. So basically the premise but is the like, gold. Is it the yes, gold that's in it? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So basically the premise, and again, I'm going to butcher it and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes so that I can serve it. It's honor, but basically it's like breaking what you would think is perfect pottery. Right. But then putting it back together with like gold in it and making it just this wonderful, beautiful masterpiece. And I think yeah. that that's so important to know is that life is not going to be that perfectly spun piece of pottery. Right. Right. Our lives aren't going to be perfect every single day. And when we let go of that expectation and we lean on God and live in the moment that we're in and really just make sure that everything that we do is honoring him. How can we show up in the world in a way that honors his word? It's life-changing. Yeah. Ephesians 2.10 is one of my favorite verses. So when you said that, I was like, yes, Lord, Um, because that was a verse that the Lord used to heal my heart. And I knew, and if you look at the different translations, masterpiece can be, it's a couple different. My favorite is the, we are, you know, you are his masterpiece. Um, and what the Lord gave me, uh, he often gives me these like fun little phrases that I remember. And so as I felt broken, as I felt like that pottery that is just shattered into pieces and, you know, I'm like, Lord, pick up my pieces and put me back together. And he said, yeah, if you want to be my, a masterpiece, you have to give the master your pieces. Mm, and so, so I, yeah, that's like a Holy spirit nugget that I have carried on forever because I'm like, you know what? All right. If I want to be a one of a kind for him, then I have to be willing to give him my pieces even in my brokenness that mm-hmm. too. Right. He wants to put that back together. He wants to heal the pieces of our broken heart and he wants to make us stronger than we were before. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My heart is like singing and bursting at the seams. Um, I feel like I could talk to you forever. I'm literally so grateful. The Lord has placed the word community on my heart so much. Like it literally comes up all the time. And I know it's because it's what he's doing Mm -hmm. and it's what he's using me to create. And that's my prayer is that I, you know, through the words that I speak on this podcast, through the way that I operate in my daily life, that I am cultivating community that honors him. And so I'm so grateful that you are a part of my community. Truly, truly. Um, I can't think of a better person to kick off having a non-solo episode. I'm not even, I can't even find my words. Like I said, there's so much that I could go into, but, um, I think I'll just close it out 
in two ways. Number one, I want to ask you a question. And then number two, I want you to pray us out. And I want to explain to my listeners why I'm having you pray us out. So, uh, earlier, early on in my faith journey, when, um, you know, I grew up Methodist and so I had those pieces, but I never felt like I really was an expert. And that's my personality. Like I want the certification. I want the diploma. I want the, like, I want to be the expert. And so, that held me back for a long time. I was like, I don't even know how to really pray. You know, that was never really taught to me. And I, I've now since been around so many Christian women who pray so beautifully. And I want my listeners to hear that. And I want to really pray that the Lord gives me the courage to do more of that, to pray over people because I get like nervous and embarrassed because it's just, you know, it's so intimate. It's such an intimate thing that you get to have with the Lord, but it doesn't have to be perfect. So Before you pray us out, my question to you is based on where you are in life now, how would you define a fulfilled life? Yeah, that's, that's such a beautiful question. Um, yeah, no pressure on the prayer. Okay. Uh, um, how would I put define a fulfilled life, having an intimate relationship with the Lord? I've experienced things over the last three and a half, four years of my life. I've known the Lord my whole life. I grew up in a, in a Christian home, but I did not know the depths of who God is. And I'm still very much, I think there's an unlimited amount of who God is and he's willing to show us. And he's not looking for holy people. He's looking for hungry people. Mm -hmm. So I think living a fulfilled life is constantly being hungry for him and seeking after him and, and having those moments in your life that are life changing that you're like, like you've mentioned that timeline. I have a timeline of things and intimate experiences and just little things that probably wouldn't even make sense to most people, right? They are intimate and that they are pivotal moments in my life. So fulfilled to me is knowing that I have a relationship with the Lord and that he sees me. Mm. You know, sometimes I think, especially those of us who have grown up in church, or maybe we hear these things like, oh, God knows the number of hairs on your head, or, you know, he knit you together in your mother's womb. Sometimes we can just make those things almost cliche, like, oh yeah. 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 But when we actually have those experiences and those intimate personal experiences, just encounters for a lack of a better word. That sounds kind of weird to some people. It sounded weird to me too, but like those experiences with the Lord that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, oh my goodness, he actually does see me. He actually does know the hairs on my head. He actually, he cares about me and he loves me so much. So to me, I've chased after success. I've had the, you know, crazy from the world. And, and I'm not, listen, those things are not bad. Those things are great. And, uh, I don't, I don't think those are bad things to want or to work toward, but I know that this true satisfaction, and this was my heart's cry in that season of losing it all. And, uh, Lord satisfy me satisfy every nook and cranny of my being, like the spaces and the places that I feel like something is missing, whether it's a friend or a paycheck or a platform or whatever, like fill those spaces for me to satisfy my soul. Um, and he did. And I, he, and he is doing that. So that's my answer to the fulfilled life project. I love it. I think that's so good because we seek fulfillment in a lot of different ways. And when we can point people yes. to the true source of fulfillment, that's where people's lives are going to change. So, so good. And let me just touch on the prayer thing. Um, because actually in, in our community, right. We had just talked about prayer and I've done the Lord my whole life. I've been praying prayers my whole life. And I still, to this day, I'm like, am I doing it right? Mm -hmm. Am I doing it right? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But listen, prayers is simply talking to the Lord. That's it. And we don't have to be fancy. In fact, there's a verse that says about that. Like, don't throw, heap up those big words. We don't need all that. God (laughs) just wants, 
he knows you anyways. And right. so um, I'm honored to pray over you and your listeners and your, uh, your business tree. So yes. yeah, well, let's do it. So father God, I thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord. We thank you for platforms that we get to shine your light, Lord, that this is really all for you and, and we get to do it. And it's fun. So Lord, I just thank you so much for my sister. I thank you for all of the women that are listening who maybe they're curious about you. Maybe they're on this journey, just like um, we have been just wanting to know a little bit more of what is this thing and who are you and do you really see me? So Lord, I just pray that every woman listening to this has uh, just feels your tangible presence and your love um, and your joy over them and that they continue to seek after you because it is the best thing to chase. And Lord, we give you the glory. We give you the honor in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You're going to make me cry. Oh my gosh. So good. Heather, thank you so much. And friends, let's get fulfilled. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I pray that you are leaving here feeling more fulfilled than ever, that you are ready to go out and live your best life. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you go ahead and share it with your best girlfriend. Put it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you for helping to spread the word about the Fulfilled Life Project. Until next time, girl, see you later.